Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Film Corps podcast number six. I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is a new co-host, Dylan Painter. What's going on, Dylan? Not a lot, James. I Thank you for having me, man. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I'm excited that we're gonna be collabing like this. So me too. It's gonna be it's gonna be this is a cheers to new beginnings, right? Yes, let's do it. So on this episode, we'll be talking about the Black Widow from Marvel. Talking about what the Film Core, Film Core Digital, what we're all up to. We're gonna be getting off topic, so let's get into it. So what is going on, man? Oh, not a lot. I've, I've been really well. I've been really well. I uh, this weekend has been full of uh, full of superhero stuff, man. All week, all weekend, it just seems like Friday. I just watched, you know, watched the new Suicide Squad, watched Black Widow, and I've just been looking at uh, the Marvel dump that we're getting this fall, and I'm just I'm getting pumped, man. Oh yeah, it's it's so exciting to finally get back into this. We haven't done the podcast in a while because of the whole COVID thing. Uh, right. Theaters finally opening back up, and we're being able to see these movies again. And it looks like all the Marvel movies here on out are going to be on track. Unlike Black Widow, it got set back like multiple times. So it's right. it's good to see. Definitely good to see. For so sure. uh, let's just talk. Let's right now. Let's just talk about Filmcore Digital. Um, we've got a web series that we're working on right now called Alpha Bloods. Super excited about that. Uh, I've got like a couple scripts written. So, um, yeah, dude, if you want to help out with that, too. I'd love it, man. Yeah. I'd love it. So I'll definitely send some scripts over for you to read. Um, we will be collaborating with Lomo Media on a couple projects. We're excited to talk about that coming up. We're going to release a... Uh, a collab video and everything about us collabing. It's it's we we got some stuff in the works. Super super excited about that. So definitely go check out Lomo Media um, over on YouTube. Check out their page on Facebook. They are some awesome guys. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. All right. So let's uh, get into what everybody came here for, and it is our review on Black Widow. So let's give you a little idea of what Black Widow is. It's Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow confronts the darker parts of her leisure um, when she like comes across a dangerous conspiracy ties from like from her past and stuff. Uh, she's pursued by this force that will stop at nothing to bring her down. And Natasha must deal with um, her past and history of being a spy and all the broken relationships that she's done way, way before she became an Avenger and started joining all that dude. Uh, it was uh, written, written by Eric Pearson, uh, Jack Schaefer and Ned Benson uh, directed by Kate Shortland uh, starring Scarlett Johansson, of course, uh, Florence Pugh, Rachel Wise and David Harbour uh, as her little quote unquote family. Um, if you've seen the movie, I won't say too much other than that, but uh uh, it is Black Widow's first uh, first and only solo movie, um, which is set after Captain America Civil War, uh, but before Infinity War, um, which, uh, yeah, which, what do you, what do you think, what did you think about the, about the movie, James? I, I, I liked it. 
Um, I was going into it not liking it. Um, not a big fan of Scarlett Johansson or her character as Black Widow. Um, I mean, I remember back when she was first introduced in Iron Man. It was like, I was so hesitant to... But then she she grew on me growing um, in the Avengers series, like when she started actually getting to those, um, which was awesome. Um, it it had a lot of action in it, which I was. It kept me engaged. It definitely kept me engaged. Um, I was more hesitant because it didn't come out when it was supposed to come out. Right. And it she made was it seem like dead. It made it seem like yeah. It made it seem like Disney was kind of like ah, you know what like. You know, just push it back a little bit. So I, I feel like that's where that came from of being, us being like not that excited for it because we kind of felt like Disney wasn't that excited to to release it. That's how I felt. Yeah, and I don't think I feel like it wasn't a a movie that needed to be made. And like Disney was like, oh, we got an awesome story here. We need to tell it. It was more fans were like, we love Black Widow. We love Scarlett Johansson. We want a film with just her we want a solo film i think that's why this film was made i don't think it was because it was an awesome story and it needed to be told right i got you yeah yeah that i i could see that i could definitely see that what about you what do you, what do you think about so it? so i i went into it very much like you that that i wasn't um that thrilled for it i mean kind of like even like uh, purchasing it on like the premiere thing on disney plus i was like all right here we go and uh, we watched it with some friends and um, I was I, I really did like it. Um, one thing that I really liked, uh, I, I can really get into anything that has a lot of true like symbolism. Like there's a lot in there representing um, Black Widow. Uh, so like in, in like the the beginning scenes, you know, which there's no spoilers in that but the the young scarlet has blue hair and red roots um kind of like a foreshadowing of her wondering wanting to cover the red in her ledger um, okay. yeah right you know um there's a lot more that we i can't talk about on the podcast if we're not going to talk about spoilers but there's one big easter egg at the end that i was like whoa like and i didn't even catch it until the second watch through so um i really liked it um like you i felt like it was it was unnecessary. Well, I don't know if it was unnecessary, but it was. Um, I feel like the fans appreciated it. You know, it gave us yeah. gave us something to go on as far as um, kind of her having a legacy, uh, and and uh, you know a way for us to remember, kind of like remember her ties in what Marvel does in the future. Yeah, um, definitely. One thing that I took away from the whole movie is. It, it, the movie's Black Widow, right? But she wasn't the main character. Like she wasn't the main focus. It wasn't. It wasn't her. Her sister stole the show. Like, You're solid, absolutely. I mean, it. They they worked really well together. Um, what was her name? Yeah. Uh, uh Yelena. Yelena. Yeah. Or y Yelena. I, yes. Yeah. So I mean. They worked really, really well together on mm -hmm. on scene. Um, but she stole it. She stole it. Absolutely. And, and I know Kevin Feige and the like all the people over at Disney and everything want to put her. I think she's coming in the new MCU. She's going to be in uh, Hawkeye. 
Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, they want to bring that character into the MCU, which is awesome because they were so amazed about how well she did. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she did. I think she did an awesome job on everything. And I was more focused on her character than Black Widow. Right. Uh, especially when um, in the in the movie, when they really start delving into their family aspect, um, you know, that that line of, of uh, it was real to me. Meant yep. it, it really made you empathize with her and really see like, man, that was what she had. And um, I feel like she, she the way she speaks is very uh, millennial. You know, she's very like she she's relatable. And I feel like that's a big reason why audiences latch onto her character. Um, you know, talking, you know, everything from her little vest, the way the mannerisms, um, the the chemistry, like you were saying, that they have as siblings is, yeah. is if you have a sibling, you definitely know, like the way they talk to each other and um, talk about kind of serious things. And then in the same sentence, give each other a little crap is very sibling-esque. And uh, me and my wife really related to that. We said, you know, that is that is a big reason why why we really liked her. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely relatable for sure. Yeah, so a fun fact about it that I saw, um, the scene where uh, Elena, or however mm-hmm. you say her name, had us at the beginning when she was playing with the pigtails and everything, mm-hmm. the, the ponytails plun, plushy or whatever, apparently was never existed in that time frame. So, mm. so it was a little, a little, little mess up there. There's, there's so many. There's, there's a, a few. Couple, there are, there are a few mess ups and it's I've funny. Got, I've got kind of a big one. Um, what do you got? I, I like big enough that I wrote it down. They, they flew. From Ohio to Cuba in 1995, in that little tiny plane. Yeah, you're telling me they made it to Cuba from Ohio with they didn't stop like where they fuel up like you know I mean I yeah. guess they had to stop to get to get uh, homeboy inside the plane at some point but um, yeah uh, yeah you know? I mean... <laughs> but it, it was just funny to me I was like that's really far like <laughs> that's. <laughs> That is that's a, that is a far, because um, like when I first watched it, I was like, "How's this man on the outside of the plane?" Like, <laughs> it's, it's like there's no way. But then I was like, "Wait, he's he's the red guard, like he's red guard, and he's like Captain America." So I mean, I I bet he could hold his breath that long. Right. I guess <laughs> that's a long time to hold your breath. That's a long time, man. That's a long time. You know, I. It just the size of plane it was. I was like, uh, I'm not buying that. You know, I'm not buying it. But it's one of those things. It's just, yeah. They, I mean, they, had, they couldn't have had a, a you know a, a 747 ready for them to yeah. go. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> and they, they, I mean, they did have a lot of continuity errors in there in general. Because I'm, I'm huge on. I mean, because doing the film and stuff, I'm huge on continuity errors and like the point where she the back of the plane where his mom i mean i guess it's spoilers but not spoilers the mom gets shot mm-hmm. through the plane window right and then she takes over flying the plane and then they shoot more bullets at the window and the nothing goes through the window <laughs> so only that one bullet 
went hit the, through the it window. Hit, it hit the soft spot of that window, man. <laughs> so, okay, fair so enough. I mean, yeah, it's like, come on. I still, yeah. to this day, I mean, my wife does not like watching movies with me because I will sit and pick out continuity errors. And I'm like, did you see that? She's like, no. And I'm like, all right, where are we winding? Here it goes. We're going to go check it out. <laughs> and she gets so mad, um, which is funny that she won't go to the theater with me because we've been to two movies together. We've been married for seven years. We've been to two movies together in the theater. You would think somebody that doesn't want to keep rewinding would just go to the movie and see it with me. That's super funny. <laughs> super funny. Just go just because there I have to shut up and I have to I can't I can't pick it apart verbally. Right. right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So she she doesn't want to deal with the conversation on the ride home, you know, from the yeah. from the theater because it's all crammed in that drive home. Yep, that would probably, that'd probably be it. She just wants to, she, she'll deal with the uh, rewinding, I guess. I guess so. Uh, either that or she is secretly, she likes it. You know, she, she likes your attention to detail. She, I don't know, the way that she yells at me. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But, uh, uh, so, so in the movie, I guess it's another spoiler because it's, but it's not a spoiler. Um, there's an effect that they do in there. Um, mm-hmm. the the red smoke, the way that they get rid of that. And uh, Filmcore Digital, we're actually doing that effect. Um, it will come out this Friday. Um, on we're we're like this close to figuring it out on getting it just right. I made some tweaks. I think I think I made it a little better. So definitely excited about getting that out. It was a good enough movie where it inspired me to do an effect from it, try the effect and get a tutorial out. So definitely, definitely go. It, it is that, a good movie. I mean, the little sneak peek that I got, that was, it looks awesome. It looks great. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's uh, I mean that that's taken two weeks just for that little, little one second. <laughs> Man. But I mean, I know, and they, they do it and, movies all the time like all the time this this little one second clip and it's like months of preparing and getting it ready Mm -hmm. so um kevin feige dude he uh, he he knows how to run marvel like he knows how to do i i don't think there's been a bad marvel movie since mcu no not a bad one no yeah i mean Mm -hmm. there's lower par ones that didn't make it as um high as some of them but nothing that like i would be like that is horrible like right not less than a five movies yeah like dc movies i mean yeah so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I I definitely agree i I mean people that listen to the podcast they they've heard on previous ones that i am not a dc fan there's um as far as cinema yeah cinema no animation amazing Dude, my gosh, all day. They they've got it down. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's uh, yeah, they're I think the last and it's kind of old now, but the last DC animation that I watched was the killing joke. And no, I I watched a different another one after that. That It's a good one, man. And it's really good. It leaves you with this weird feeling of like. I like, I don't know, I feel like I need to like sit outside and think 
you know oh. I, I it just left me really weird it, it was a uh, you know i know we're getting super off topic but that was a good movie man the ending in which i definitely will not spoil um just that little interaction with joker and batman that's yep you know, yep it, it was super wild i mean you're just you're kind of left like okay so you know you're gonna beat him up or <laughs> like, what's what's gonna happen you know it was it was really it was odd but and i believe that's mark hamill isn't it yes 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 See, uh, amazing that's... so real quick since we're jumping to off topics which i love mm-hmm. i mean let's yeah. I'm, I'm i'm down to switch over uh yeah. would you recommend people to go see black widow oh yeah if would... if you've liked what mcu has done even a little bit you need to go see it you need to you will want to if you don't and then you continue with mcu stuff you're going to be like i should have went and watched black widow yeah um would you recommend going to the theater and seeing it or paying the 30 dollars on disney plus or waiting six more months for it to be free on disney plus so um if you have the opportunity to go to a theater that you like go to the theater that's my opinion because my wife and I, we are theater people. We we go to a theater uh, here in here in Texas called Alamo. Uh, well, there's they're all over the nation, but we go to Alamo Draft House, and they are very strict on no talking, no texting. They will remove you from the theater if someone. All you have to do is write on this little piece of paper. You put it up on your table, and I've done it before. I'm like, dude, the people next to me will not stop talking. Um, and it was during uh, Fantastic Beast Two, um, it, and it was it was starting to get. I was like, at first, it was like little things like, "Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cute," you know. And then it just continued, and I was I got kind of pissed off, and yeah. I rose my my card. Manager comes over, and they're just like, "Hey, uh, you," and they crouch. They literally like get under the seats are a little raised, and so they come up to the table, and they're like, "Hey, um, you've you, this is your one and only warning. If we get another card on you, you're out." And oh. they didn't say, yeah, no, they, they no refund. And they tell you multiple times before the movie starts. If if there is a problem, you will be removed and you will not get a refund. So oh. if you so and that's why me and my wife like to go there. So if you have a theater that you love to go to and it, and they do, you know, and, you know, I wouldn't go to the mall and see it. That's for sure. I wouldn't. I would pay. I'd rather pay the thirty dollars on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> so which our Alamo has closed uh, due to COVID. They open with Shang-Chi that is their next is their, their opening weekend. So I'm, I'm super excited. Um, but that, that if, if it's up to Badger, if it's up to Dylan, I'm going to tell you, go to the theater if you like, you know, but if not pay the 30 bucks. And if not, if you, if you're patient, I'm not, I'm not going to wait six months. <laughs> I will, I'll pay the $30 and cause I've paid the $30 and me and my wife have both watched it twice now. So, Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. we definitely got got our money's worth for sure. Now, what do you think? Do you think it's worth going to a theater or do you think you it's just better left at waiting? Um, So I am a huge theater person, too. I my wife won't go with me, as we were just talking about. Um, yeah. I go by myself or I go with my brother. I mean, it's if it's a movie I want to see on a big screen with nice sound and everything, I'll go see it. And those are typically Marvel movies. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think, I don't remember the last time I've been to the theater that wasn't a Marvel movie. 
man, because we're a it's lot like alike. I will, it's <laughs> like I will just sit and watch it. At, I'll watch it at home if it's if it's not that big action packed part of the MCU or something. It's like I, I don't I don't need to go see it. I can watch it here. Mm-hmm. But now with with the theater and the Disney Plus, what do you think about her suing Disney? Man, I you know, and I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty ignorant about the agreement. But from what what uh, what the expert in our household, Mrs. Badger, uh, what she was saying is that it did clearly state in her contract that it was a theatrical release and the streaming aspect was uh, was against the contract. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't I didn't read her contract. Uh, I tried to be her agent, but they didn't call back. <laughs> Yeah. They they did call back, but they told me to stop stop writing. Stop. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, they said please please stop. Cease oh yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you know, I, I man, you know, I, I saw a funny meme where you know the scene in in Civil War where it's like uh, Hawkeye standing over and they're they're fighting, and she's like, "Are we still friends?" And he says, "It depends how hard you hit me." Yeah. Uh, yep. In this in this meme, it's it's Mickey Mouse, and he says it depends on how, how hard you sue me. <laughs> See, that's 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 my big thing with it. Um, yeah, I understand the whole. There's a contract and everything. Um, she did get. Uh, I mean, Disney even wrote that she she made twenty million dollars up front. That was what she made from it, and then from the movie, from the movie, and then. I think Disney made like 60 million from their streaming. And I mean, there is a percentage that she could have got from that, but Disney's so big. Is that somebody that you want to mess? Like, okay, so you want to sue them and get that money, but then they're never going to do a movie with you again. Again. Yeah. They'll get somebody else. mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll condemn the name black widow and the MCU now. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it's like, okay, you, you, it, it was wrong for them to do it. You missed out some money. For sure. But, was it, but is it worth taking the chance that they don't do anything with Black Widow again and you're no right. longer in the MCU? It's hard for me to empathize as a amazing, uh, beautiful actor like, Scar- like Scarlett Johansson is. So I am super more diplomatic. I think I'd have been like, hey, guys, uh, you know, I was kind of reading my contract here and it didn't say anything about that like do you think we could work this out you know and maybe steps like that were taken i don't know yeah um but uh maybe it was to approach dim- diplomatic and you know mickey was like oh oh no you know like <laughs> no way <laughs> i don't know you know who knows like uh i, I don't know it, i'm a pushover so it's like you and i yeah i'd have I'll been like oh t- okay yeah it. thank you for the 20 million <laughs> Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh sit in a jet and do whatever I want because yeah, thank you, Disney, for yep. for the how many ha- oh so she was in Iron Man 2. She was in uh, Iron Man 2 was like her first, like she was Natalie uh at, for working for Shield, infl- you know, essentially trying like he she was vetting Tony Stark Iron Man for, for yep. the Shield for the for the Avengers pro- program. Um and then so she was in Avengers. And then she was in uh, Captain America 2. I don't think she was in Iron Man 3. Winter Soldier. Yeah, she was in Winter Soldier. Big part of Winter Soldier. Like, a really big part. Kind of whenever we thought, like, is she going to hook up with Cap? Like, you know. And then it obviously didn't happen like that. 
Um, and then I guess she was in like the main rest of them. Civil War, um, uh, Infinity War, Endgame. So she was in, and then now Black Widow. So she had, she was a big, she was a pretty decent part in seven movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, Age of Ultron. Eight. Yep. Yep. How, how could I forget about Ultron? She was, yeah. Yeah, yeah every, every Avenger movie. Um, yeah, so she was in eight movies, you know? I mean, like, she probably made a good chunk of dough, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? And so who knows, man? Maybe Maybe there was something that we don't see as the public that, really kind of upset her i don't know who knows you know but i mean i know it's triggered a couple other people they were uh uh what's her name uh she corella deville um oh emma stone emma stone thank you uh yeah so emma stone is now suing them too for uh a similar thing being streamed and not in theaters and all this Mm. so i mean so i mean it's triggered another thing Mm, um, landslide effect so mm. uh, i don't know like like you said i'm a, I'm a pushover too where it's i would just accept it i'd be like okay you, i made a lot of money more than i would and then i have more opportunities i'd be like thank you thank you very much i'm gonna go ahead and uh keep this money and continue with my career right right i wonder i wonder if if this was just like uh like i'm done with disney and you know, I, I'm I'm going to get them for everything I can. You know, who knows? I, don't, I wish I wouldn't feel like you. I would be like, yeah, thank you for um, thank you for a paycheck with with several commas in it. I'm going to I'm going to go home and continue being a, a, a very beautiful person. So so but, without uh, without looking it up, can you name another Scarlett Johansson movie? That's not that's not Marvel, not that Marvel. Doesn't... Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with Marvel. Age of Ultron. <laughs> no. Okay. Hold on, man. Oh, there was something that like my wife watched recently, and I was like, "That's ScarJo," and she was so young. No, I can't. I can't name it though. Interesting. It's because those so, old. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I know you have one. Oh no! I mean, oh, I, you know. I, I I mean, I've I've seen. I know a lot of. Oh, um, where she was really lo- young with Chris Evans is uh, Perfect Score. Perfect where they, score. Where they still attest. Yes. Yeah. Great movie. Awesome. But that's the thing is she, she's not known for like, can you name other movies that she's in? So would you want to ruin that something that you're known for right that now? That is a, that's a huge point because yeah. I, I love movies and I know a lot of movies. I mean, I knew perfect score. That was back in the nineties, but still. Right. Like that's funny. So that's it. how many people know her for anything else besides the the Black Widow? I mean right. Marvel, that's it. Because that's what she's been you know doing for so long now. So it's, you know, it definitely does. And um I I I am I got curious, so I just typed, you know, just on Google, literally the first four movies that it shows. <laughs> guess what they are? <laughs> her over over uh, the Avengers. <laughs> Black Widow's probably first, right? It is. And then yeah. And the then Avengers. Avengers two, Captain America Winter Soldier, yeah. like in chronological, it's super funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Funny. So that's where I would be. I I know I'm known for this, so I would not want to screw it up. That's just that's just me. I mean, I know she's got her reasons. She needs to. I mean, you should you shouldn't take the the crap from Hollywood and let them just 
take the money that they, but I mean, you also got to weigh the pros and cons in that situation. Right. And so I know also, I, I, I don't think that you count really voiceovers, but I think, uh, and I totally forgot about this movie. Doesn't she do the voice of the AI in the movie with Joaquin Phoenix, her? I think she does. I think I didn't, honestly, I don't know if I knew that, but that wouldn't really, you know, again, that's just voice. So it's not um, acting, but yeah, here's a few. I mean, um, oh, I mean, if you name them, like I've seen them, they were good movies, but right, like, right off the top of my head, it's like right. it's, they, they they don't stick in your head anymore. Because she was because, in a movie with Hugh Jackman, um, Scoop or something, back in the day. Hmm. I'm not so, sure. you I know, mean, what, uh, surprisingly, she <laughs> she's done a lot of voiceover work. She was in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie as Mindy. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. So she was like, I got this SpongeBob SquarePants money. I don't need Disney. Yeah. yeah she's, yeah. She said, I mean, she's done a lot of, I mean, she's grown. She's done a lot of good things. Uh, the list is actually quite long. That's a, yeah. I mean, it's funny, but you're right about that because, like, as like the meat, the consumers, that's where automatically our minds are going to be like Black Widow. And it's like, okay, what other than Black Widow? <sighs> hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm, but you know. but she's not she's not a horrible actress where no. if she stopped doing Black Widow and then started doing other movies, we would start seeing her in those movies as well. Right. Right. But but I mean, like you said, she might be done with Disney. She might not want to do any more. She might be like Chris Evans and uh, Robert Downey Jr. It might. She's like, you know what? I've done enough. I'm done with. I mean, she's I, almost I been she in it. To. You think she wants to be still I, a part of Disney? And this I is her way so. of. Hmm, I don't a, know. I'm, that's why I'm that's why I'm iffy on the why would you do this? Because I feel like she's still she said that she still wants to do more. Right. I I I hope that we get some kind of glimpse of Budapest. It's Budapest. Budapest? Yeah. Budapest. Yeah, they uh, talked about that in there. They're like, is it pronounced? <laughs> yeah, it's the I had to look it up because uh, I was like, what is it? And that Budapest would be the Hungarian um way to say it like oh that that'd be the the accent okay so that's why she did that of course as a as a spy and someone that you know knows those type you know knows how the dialect and things like that so i was like oh okay cool so yeah in in just english it is budapest but um oh okay and, yeah. I, and she does say it budapest in the first avengers in that fight scene where her and clint are back to back and she's like this is a lot like Budapest. And he's like, and, and he says Budapest. He goes, you and I remember Budapest very differently. And I was like, that's super funny because we already got a taste of that uh, in, in, uh, in Avengers one. We just didn't even yeah. know. You know yep. what I mean? That's awesome. So I really hope that Easter we, eggs, um, man. yeah, I, I am a huge Easter eggs guy, like big time. I, uh, I stop it at certain times. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs in in in, in Black Widow, in, oh, in especially Black Widow? especially in this Black Widow man. I uh, one, um, I'm I'm gonna try to word it. So in the very beginning, it starts off with a scene of a huge beautiful tree and a bunch of fireflies. Yep. Uh, so um, that in itself is kind of an Easter egg to um. How can I word this without being too like uh, Drakov's panel? All the lights, okay. Like, 
all, all over across America, those mm-hmm. fireflies. Um, also, the movie ends with a very similar scene, fireflies in a tree. And I went, whoa, you know, I'm very like when 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 the writing and screen, uh, what would that be? The screenwriting, I guess. The, yeah. yeah, that when that is just like super obvious to me, I don't know why I'm like, yes, that's awesome. I love that. I love I love coming full circle. I love um, Easter eggs like uh, I, I'll, I'll add this one Easter egg and then we can, you know, I'll, I'll shut up for a second. Um, <laughs> like so, you know, the Red Guardian. Um, there's a lot of Easter eggs in there. Uh, Elena calls him the Crimson Dynamo, who that is another MCU villain uh, he, for the Iron Man comics. Um, and also Melina, uh, the um, the mother, uh, her name is Melina. She's uh, uh, Rachel Wise. Yep. Um, she in the comics, that name, Melina, whatever her last name is, she is a villain called the Iron Maiden. Um, okay. Another Soviet type type, uh, not super soldier, but but spy, um, which um, she totally that everything she was such kind of a bad person in what she did in the movie, and then at the very end she literally cleaned everything up and destroyed anything of her having to do with it. And I was like, that's very very villainy, you know. So there was a little bit of Easter egg, but they're not going to ever touch on that. That was literally just for comic book nerds like me that are like hey you know i remember her i remember that name probably not the same character i don't think they call her the iron maiden but um that's who that's the uh name of of that person in the comics yeah so you're you're more into the the easter eggs and stuff and i'm more into the cinematography and the the continuity years and stuff yeah yeah for sure that's but that's yeah. mm-hmm. that's what i do i i point everything out i'm I, I'm not into like I love Marvel. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely my go-to. Um, I have not read as many comics as I should have grown up. I don't like to read. I I can't I can't like I'll watch a movie over reading any day. So to me, mm-hmm. the movie's always better. In that yeah. debate, in that debate, the movie's always better because I won't read the book to find out. Oh man, um, my wife can't watch this podcast. <laughs> she'll come in here. She'll come in the the office. She'll she's storm a book this reader. Place. Oh man, she uh book she's she she writes, she reads, she's very uh she's she's an English teacher too. Okay. <laughs> so oh, nice. yeah. she's uh she's all definitely about literature. She she loves it. But uh she is still a huge cinema buff, and which makes her a really good um you know, as far as like books, movies, she she yeah. she can appreciate both. Well then we'll have to get her on the podcast one of these days and hey we'll, we'll she, have to debate it. <laughs> she probably would audio wise not she'd be like i don't know you know we, we could throw we could throw do the audio with just that's it. why i told um, her that's why i, I mean this her. is only for just in case you didn't know which we should segue into the patreon members filmcore digital has a patreon account and we are live over there right now um only for patreon members one dollar a month gets you to live video on this podcast so you can definitely check that out. But we're gonna we're gonna give a shout out to our Patreon members that do have the tier where you get a shout out in every YouTube video, every podcast. So those right now are Leslie Murphy, Vicky Ingblum, Dustin Clark, Bobby Sarah Venera, Angela Kay, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan 
painter himself is helping support this channel, which is awesome. It's much appreciated to everyone. That all the funds go back into making everything, our films, getting props and stuff like that. So if you want to help support Filmcore Digital and this podcast, go check out all the benefits we offer on our Patreon account, patreon.com, Filmcore Digital. Definitely go check those out. So we got those plugged in because I didn't want to leave any of those people out. Let's you don't have to mention me in current episodes. Oh, I meant I mean, to tell you that. That's cool. But... I mean, I, I mentioned Danny too. He's our producer. Danny Galwin also supports okay. the channel. He's our producer. Um, so awesome. I mean, everybody that supports, I mean, I guess I, I'm the only one and part of the team that doesn't support my own Patreon account. <laughs> well, that wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> Shouting my name out every every week. Yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be weird. Appreciate you, James P. You know, uh, <laughs> you're doing such such a good job. Such a good job, yeah. People want to watch you pat yourself on the back, James. So, what do you have? What what do you what are you excited for coming out? Like, what what's a what's a movie that you're super excited for? Man, that's a how much time do we have? You know. <laughs> um, because we right you know as you can see like you know from my 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 office and the stuff behind me um my shirt i'm i'm i love marvel i love marvel and i love movies but you know especially uh what what the mcu has done in the past decade and well longer actually um but the the thing that i'm most excited for this year like this this year entirely is uh spider-man no way home spider-man is is my my number one i actually only have one tattoo and it is spider-man nice uh, yeah i it was stupid it's on my leg and <laughs> I, I i don't wear shorts so i i don't know why i got a tattoo on my leg but um uh so that movie comes out the day before my birthday actually and um every year there has either been a star wars or a marvel movie on my birthday weekend and nice. so yeah it, which is always really cool the wife and i we go to alamo you know drinks food blah 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 and um uh so this year it being a spider-man movie to wrap up a trilogy i'm oof uh, well actually not to maybe wrap up the trilogy but i know this isn't the end of tom holland and the mcu um i'm just i'm super excited for that um i super excited for venom let there be carnage um oh, even yeah. more even more recent is the marvel what if series that comes out wednesday yeah, that looks really, really interesting. I haven't looked a whole bunch into it, but it's definitely it looks interesting on in what it does. Man, I, I can tell you if if you didn't read and you mentioned that you hadn't read very much comics, but I did read a few of the what if series, and dude, they get crazy. What if like everything from little things to like what if uh want what if Scarlet Witch fell in love with captain america instead of vision um things like what if spider-man what if peter parker's body rejected the spider bite um and i don't want to talk about them because if they do make those into the series then i would have totally literally just spoiled it and not even known what they're going to do yeah. so I, I won't talk about it and i doubt that they do i i think they're going to go a more um mcu route you know um because yeah. i I like things and a lot of comic book nerds will be like, Oh, they went too far off what the comics do. 
And it's like, well, do you just want the same thing regurgitated on film? Like, I like the changes. So, you know. Yeah, um, they do that. They do that a lot. It's uh, that what that wasn't what happened in the comics. And yeah, which I understand. I mean, there's a lot of fanboys out there for sure. And fangirls, Mm -hmm. fan, fan people, fan people, fan people. Um, So sticking with that. uh, I mean, there's there's some things you can change that. Right. It doesn't matter. But then you you should definitely stick with the stuff that super matters. Right, right, absolutely. Like if one day they make a Spider-Man rate, uh, uh, you know, version, and it's Aunt May that dies, dude, people will burn cities down. They will flip cars. It'll be a massacre. It'll be terrible. You know, there's just there's some things you don't change, and other things that it's like, well, you know, how important was that to delivering the actual story of what we're trying to tell? You know. Yeah. And what, um, so with that, you said Spider-Man is your favorite. Mm -hmm. Who played Spider-Man best? Mm. Okay. I have, I have a really, I have a hot take on it. And a lot of people don't agree with me. I think that Andrew Garfield played the best combination of both of them. Only because he was, um, very loner very loner in in school he did not have the the harry osborne that 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 toby mcguire had he didn't have ned that tom holland had he literally had a crush on a girl and an uncle who uh and and you know there was some things in that that like i just it just pains me that they did like the terrible rhino CGI at the end. Oh just, yeah. Oh. Mm, why did you have to do that to me, or all of us? Why did you do that to us? Um, and, but then there was some stuff that I absolutely loved. I'll say that his costume in the second one is by far the best, my in my opinion, the best version of Spider-Man. The way he looks. Yeah, that was a, that was a really nice one. I liked I liked Andrew Garfield's. I didn't watch the full second one with jamie fox mm. um i wasn't a fan of the way he looked and jamie yeah it yeah. was yeah again you know some stuff they had to, to change he electro. Was supposed to be electro that's yeah electro that's and electro i believe in the comics had that very goofy yellow yep. Yep. lightning bolt mask <laughs> so i i definitely see the guys at sony being like that can't do it we, we can't do the yellow mask it looks too dumb you know so the- I don't know. See, I don't know why they don't still do homage to that stuff. Like they should the a little first, bit. the first X-Men did it, did it right. Even though it wasn't part of MCU when Wolverine looked at it and he's like, I'm not putting that on. I'm not putting they, that they, on. Right. Yeah. At least had it in there. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, just, just show a little bit of it. I understand you want to go in a different direction, but like, just show why you're going in a different direction. I think people would be better uh better off learn like going with it they're like okay that's cool yeah you show okay he doesn't want okay yeah we right. understand like even if like they'd have just shown a a picture like so you know like a man you know like in the movie somewhere you know like uh, an electrical man with power scene yada yada here's a yeah. here's a description and the guy drives a picture of old school electro yep. and yep. maybe jamie fox saw it and he's like i don't look anything like that you know yep. something like that it would have been i, I would have been like yeah ding ding this is awesome but um uh 
you know, and it, I would tell you to go finish the second one, but it doesn't matter anymore because cue to- toilet flush noise. It's gone. It's, you know, you know, they're but, not. Well, but is it right? Yeah. But I mean, are we getting what everybody's hoping for in this new this new Spider-Man movie? I don't we'll, know, man. It's a lot see. of we'll <laughs> see. We will see. Um, I did see something that made me kind of think about it and um, was that. It's a Brazilian version, or like a yeah, a, a, a South American version of of um, the guy that does Tobey Maguire's voice for the old Spider Mans is supposedly in the South American version of Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, wow. So that could mean a ton of things. <laughs> it could mean this guy's a voice actor and he does a ton of voiceover work. You know, yeah. that's one. I mean. It's that doesn't mean anything, or it could mean that we will see Tobey Maguire and we could see Andrew Garfield in this live action, almost Spider Verse type. Which you know, with all the stuff, if you watched WandaVision and you watched Loki, you definitely know we're getting our our universe is getting rocked right now. Oh yeah, so, it's it's opening it up to so much more. I mean, um, the door the door is open for that. If they did it, awesome. I would be super cool. I want to see more Sinister Six. I want to see more, you know, like I would like to see the original Sinister Six with like Scorpion and Vulture and uh, I believe Mysterio, Craven the Hunter, um, Green Goblin. And there's one more. It might have been Rhino. I kind of don't think so. I think it was. uh, I don't remember. Mm. Those are the five that I remember, though. Um, yeah, I'm not too too much on the Spider-Man. Um, I I do have some of the comics and everything. I did like Spider-Man growing up. I watched all the animated series. They were they were awesome. Um, my my movie that I wish they would make, which they were going to make, then they canceled it, and I'm glad they canceled it because I didn't like the actor that they selected for it. Gambit is my favorite. Mm, uh, I love yes. Gambit. Um, was not happy that they selected Tan and Chainum for mm-hmm. for that. So I'm hoping they do redo it, select somebody else. I think I think Tanum might be too too old now. Yeah, and he's kind of too big. Yeah, the build. Yeah, like Gambit was a really kind of wiry guy. You know, yeah. he was real that southern. You know, that yeah. southern belle. He was <laughs> he was real smooth. Yeah, yeah, he was Cajun. That's right. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was him and Rogue. Yep. Lemmy LeBeau. Remy yeah. LeBeau. He was so mm-hmm. awesome. That was my he, favorite. His power is super cool, man. It's Oh know. yeah. Yeah. And I that's I we got a little in the works. I think we got a little gambit effect coming from film hey, So we'll amazing. we'll see. But that's but I found out um because we're going to the Comic Con this weekend. Yep. So um I found out that Jim Lee um did he designed Gambit. He created Gambit for Marvel. Now Jim gotcha. Lee's over running DC and stuff. And he also f- did the design for my favorite DC character, which is Grifter from the Wildcats. From the Wildcats. Mm. He is my favorite. I used to draw him all the time when I was young. Wild- Wildcats was one of my first comics I ever owned. And uh, I didn't know that because I-, I grew up loving Gambit. And I grew up loving uh, Grifter. And I didn't know until like earlier this year that Jim Lee is the one that drew and created both of them. 
both of them. So trying, I'm trying to get Jim Lee's uh, uh, autograph right now on a picture of. I'm trying to get my my buddy's wife. She she draws and stuff. So I'm trying to get her to draw a picture of Grifter, Gambit, and me all in one picture, so I can have Jim Lee sign it. Because if I had Jim Lee do it, it's probably gonna be like fifteen thousand dollars or something. It's, right. I mean, it's gonna yeah. be expensive. So. <laughs> But that's that's what I wish they would would come out with is a Gambit movie. There's a lot of fan made Gambit movies on YouTube that are really good. Man, I saw one. What was it? Maybe a two couple of years ago. It's probably one of the ones that you're talking about. And I mean, I was like floored with it. Like, um, yeah, Eric Roberts it, was in it. If it's the one you're talking about, Eric Roberts was in one of the Gambit uh, things. They were sitting know. at a table. He he uh, yep. came and. He Big guy, was, yeah, saving talking. rogue and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Did see Eric, that one? Yep, Eric Roberts. Yeah, it, I was That's like, cool. it's a fan film, and they've got he's a he's a big actor. So right. I mean, it it was right. it's crazy. So I think I think that might have pushed it because so many people have watched that. Speaking yeah. of people that do really good fan stuff, have you seen Bat in the Sun? Mm. So Bat you got to. I mean, this is a I guess this is a plug for Bat in the Sun because they are amazing YouTubers. They create awesome Marvel versus DC fan films. Like they do the battles and then they have like the the polls to see who's gonna win. And then whoever wins, that's how they finish it off. So they do they do amazing. Like they have uh Wonder Woman versus Wolverine, Batman versus Deadpool. Like it's oh, very cool. It is amazing. They do great stuff. Like it's not just cheesy stuff. It is right. hardcore. Like you would think thousands of dollars in production For- on these. Wow. Could so, you imagine a a Batman versus Deadpool? Oh yeah, dude, that would be awesome. It would be. Uh, he would piss. He would piss Bruce Wayne off so bad. He would make him so mad. Speaking of Batman, uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about the new Batman, even though I'm not a fan of DC. But it, I, I think Robert Pattinson's going to surprise us on that. Man, I, the first time that I saw that trailer, I'm not kidding. I got goose. I got gooseies. Because yep. I was like, this is a very young Bruce Wayne. It makes me think very Batman Beyondy, but not yep. not like the second generation. It's just like a young, kind of almost like vengeful. Yep. Uh, uh, it, like, and I guess it's just that that scene in the trailer where he's just, oh yeah, wailing on that guy and the no- the noises that guy makes when he hits it. I don't know. It just there's a bunch of memes about it. Super oh yeah it is um, it's gonna be a good one I, sure. I agree with you i think and you know I, I saw like a big um theory that uh it makes you think that the bad guy is the riddler but it's actually the joker um uh but who knows you know people as the day that came out you know some comic you know some comic book guy like the ones we were talking about earlier he's like well, let's see. Let's pull out a comment. Uh, well, this is this is probably what's going to happen. And he made a YouTube video, and a lot of people are like, "Yep, that's yep. I like it." You know. Oh yeah. And uh, that doesn't mean anything. You know, <laughs> like the DC people might watch those videos and be like, "Hey, man, that's a really good theory." They're going to be tripped out when they see what we do. You know. Yep. Um, yep. I honestly, especially after, and again, switching, I'm not going to touch on it at all. But after watching Suicide Squad, I'm very excited. If DC keeps this kind of stuff up, man. We're, well, that we're, is that is next week's episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Suicide Squad. So let's uh, 
No, yeah, I, I'm not. No, well, more on I haven't it. seen it yet. So there's no spoilers on that because I I haven't seen it yet. But we're I'm gonna watch it this week. That's definitely next week's. Um, dude, we we have been doing this for 53 minutes. Whoa! I know we went over. That was dude. easy. I know. <laughs> I mean, this is the first podcast back since COVID, um, since we all separated and we're doing it all digitally now. But with the new host. Double O Badger, I'm going to let him tell you about his channel because he is an amazing you uh, streamer on Facebook. Uh, I believe it's Twitch too, you, you dual stream. So he's amazing over there, and that's why we got him on this channel. So I'm going to let him tell you a little about that, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, man, uh, yeah, I uh, that's actually how James found me um, through a, a small network of young content creators uh on on facebook and primarily that's where where you found me i think um i uh i stream uh right now it's the stream is very shifting to a very nintendo uh very family friendly stream um i stream a lot of pokemon zelda um in the future i'll be doing a metroid um so if and i also do kind of open discussions about uh anything kind of pulp culture related um so if you are ever wanting to catch some live content and maybe you're into gaming, stop by on Facebook at uh, zero zero badger. Um, I'd love to have you. So, and uh, James, I, I really, man, I'm just so excited for this dude. I'm so, so, so happy that you reached out and asked me to be a part of this. And I'm, I'm just, oh, uh, I am I'm, too. Cause I think it's going to be great, great chemistry between the two of us, just like Scarlett Johansson and crap. I forgot Pew. her. Pew. It's, yeah, that's the only reason I had to ask my wife, how do you, Florence Pugh. I, Florence Pugh, yeah. I said, honey, I, I can't mess this up. How do you pronounce her last name? Florence I asked Pugh. the English teacher. There you uh, go. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree, James. I agree, and uh, I'm just I'm just like uh, tickled, man. I, I really am. I, I just thank you so much for, for asking me to, to do this. Well, I definitely appreciate you being on. We're going to wrap it up here. So if you haven't, go check out Double O Badger. Um, on Facebook, Twitter. Do you have a YouTube yet? Uh, not a, not, no, I do not. No. All right, but he will. He will have a YouTube. Uh, check out Filmcore Digital on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe over there. Check out What the Filmcore on all platforms. And uh, don't forget to go check out Lomo Media because we got some collabs with them. We're going to have them on a, a guest on here as well. So, yeah, go do all that, and we will catch you guys next week.